it's wackadoo. I feel like that my story wasn't done. My story wasn't done. And I'm telling you, my life is so crazy. The life I have lived has been so crazy. Maybe you understand that because you're thinking my crazy life, I mean, who can even understand it? And it doesn't matter what your life has been. It doesn't matter the hardships that you've had. It doesn't matter the evil that comes against you. It doesn't matter the diagnosis. It doesn't matter the difficult relationship. When God is involved, when you bring him into the situation, when you cry out to the Lord, because the Bible tells us this everywhere, he hears your cry. Carrie Scott is your guest today. She's the author of Untangled. And if you'd like to take her Fab Five Challenge, Five Friends, Five Tangles, Five Weeks, just click on the Fab Five Challenge when you come to lifewithlisawilliams.com. If you've never been to lifewithlisawilliams.com, when you get here, I'd love it if the first thing you clicked on was Cure, because there's some wild God stories waiting there for you of little children who were born with a disability and in many cases, they were shunned. They were misunderstood because many of them are in countries where immediate surgeries are not accessible. But Cure International in 30 countries offers surgeries to these children, and it is a game changer. And it's not just a humanitarian relief work because in the process, they look that family in the eye and they tell them of the Savior who loves them who created them for good things and who has a marvelous plan for their lives. And so Cure is worth clicking on if and when you come on over to lifewithlisawilliams.com. I'm just a radio girl. I love things that talk to me. You LOL. I did. I truly laughed out loud. I'm Lisa. I'm great. Everything's fine. Somebody just wrote on my Facebook page, please get your mom on Facebook. We want to be her friend. Do you want to be on Facebook? What is that? Are you on Twitter? I talked to the mailman. Is that Twitter? Life with Lisa Williams is like a cake. Run around in the sun. Exactly. Put a sprinkler in the yard. This is life. This is This is life. This is life. 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 This is Life with Lisa Williams. Here is my wow God story. In January 2010, I'm going into the female doctor. I don't want to get into more details because I know you have men listening to the show. Welcome, men. Um, But what I wanted to tell you is um, I had gone in there because I had had just a routine hysterectomy, no biggie, and I was going in to have the doctor tell me that I was cleared to drive. And instead, what she told me, and I could see it in her face, was that when they had sent everything to the lab, um, that they found a spot of ovarian cancer on my uterus. And had they not removed it, sorry guys, if they had not removed it, they would have never found the spot. And so so they had um, four, four pathologists from different labs, big labs, found it. All different people. So I met with an oncologist. I'm freaking out, by the way, because this is not how my life was supposed to go. I had, you know, I had two little kids sitting in the waiting room. We were just going to go to, you know, Dairy Queen, and instead I had a complete meltdown. Um, and of course, I'm—I I don't even know what to say. I think my first question was, "Am I going to die?" Oh my word, Carrie! What did you do? What happened? I pulled it together. I don't know how I did it. The Lord just gave me the ability to be strong, and I g- gathered my children, got the name of the oncologist that I needed to call, 
and I drove home and I got the kids situated in front of the um, television with veggie tails and I went into my bathroom and I lost it and I just started crying and I made a couple of calls to some very important people that needed to know this, including my husband and my mother, and we proceeded with the next step. And so I went and saw the oncologist. He ran some tests, found some lymph nodes that were abnormal. So he wanted to do surgery, exploratory surgery, to try to find the ovarian cancer in my abdomen. And so there's a lot of parts going on down there. And so he wanted to find out where it was because he knew that it was originating from my ovaries, which I still had. Um, But he didn't know exactly what was going on. So we had a five-hour surgery, and he dug and cut and removed, and he did pathology while I was on the table. And he kept coming out to my husband and my family that was that were sitting in the waiting room saying, we can't find it. We're going to send some parts that we have been cutting off to pathology. And we should know in about two weeks if they have found anything. But we cannot find any evidence of cancer in your wife. Well, here's what I know. What I know is that I had half the country praying for me. And the reason I know that is because I was getting letters and cards and emails and gifts from people that I didn't even know because everybody was putting me on their prayer list who was putting me on their prayer list. And I was on church's prayer list. I mean, it was crazy that I use social media. I reached out. I was just like, please pray for me. I'm scared. I'm this. I didn't see this coming. I have two young kids. My family can't function without me. Pray for me. And my community surrounded me in the most profound, beautiful, amazing way. So I'm waiting for two weeks and I'm just holding on to hear from the doctor because I am pretty sure that they found something. I just feel it in my spirit, like something's not right. I would be at the store and I would just have a, just start crying because I was scared. And I thought, you know, my little ones need me. Um, For sure. As a mom of young kids, with that word and that thought and, and the pain swirling so close to you, you must have been you must have been just beside yourself waiting. Well, cancer is that six letter word that feels more like a four letter word. You know, it's powerful. And even now as I'm telling you the story, even as I'm like recalling it and connecting back in that time um of my life, I just I can feel the anxiety. I can feel just, you know, the tears that want to show up right now, really, really ugly tears, you know, uh, because it's scary and it just took me to a really rough place. But the Lord did not abandon me in that. And the my wow God story is that not only did he not abandon me, not only did he um, not just leave me there alone, you know, surrounded me with this beautiful this beautiful community, strange, great community, people I didn't even know reaching out to me, but God healed me like they could not find any evidence of cancer. So the five hours on the table, digging and cutting, couldn't find it. The post-surgical um, pathology reports that they sent out, you know, the the pieces of me that they sent off to try to find this cancer, they couldn't find it there either. And I remember the doctor calling me and saying, Carrie, we cannot find the cancer and I can't explain it. And I said to him, I can explain it because I had so many people praying for me and the Lord heard their cry. It's wackadoo. I feel like that 
my story wasn't done. My story wasn't done. And I'm telling you, my life is so crazy. The life I have lived has been so crazy. Maybe you understand that because you're thinking my crazy life, I mean, who can even understand it? And it doesn't matter what your life has been. It doesn't matter the hardships that you've had. It doesn't matter the evil that comes against you. It doesn't matter the diagnosis. It doesn't matter the difficult relationship. When God is in Involved when you bring him into the situation, when you cry out to the Lord, because the Bible tells us this everywhere, he hears your cry. And so we don't necessarily think that prayer is that important. Maybe you're thinking, I pray and it hits the ceiling. You might think, I pray, but I have so much crud in my life. He doesn't hear me. Or maybe you think I don't pray right. I don't use the right words. Maybe you think I don't pray as often as I should. Um, whatever it might be. I mean, sin's tricky. I mean, and prayer's tricky. So, but here's what I want to say to you is that God can wow you no matter where you are. And so I want to encourage you right now that, that the Lord is waiting to hear from you. And sometimes it takes us crying out to him because he wants to show off. He wants to be a part of your world. He wants to heal you and restore you and bring you into full understanding of the worth and the value that you have. And so don't ever think you're not worth the the prayer. You're not worth the cry that God is tired of you asking, that you're asking the wrong way. Just cry out to the Lord and let him wow you. Amen. You know what I like that Carrie said was God wasn't done with her yet because You know, we all have had moments in our life, well, I can't speak for everyone, but maybe you, I know me, we've had moments in our life where we have prayed and we've had people pray, but it hasn't gone the way we thought it should go. You know, I'm thinking specifically of a friend of mine named James who went to heaven and everybody was praying and I was believing, but he still went to heaven. And that's because that's where he was supposed to go. You know, God is faithful and he is awesome. And he has a plan for Carrie Scott here on earth. And that's why she's still here. I like it when Rebecca Carroll says, just try to stop the plan of God. And sometimes part of God's plan for your life is a call to prayer. The spiritual realm bombarded with the power of praise and prayer and people who are interceding. And that's part of the spiritual dynamic that is our existence. We can't box him in. We can't always explain why things happen the way they do. But I love this. And this is why we do this. I need to hear the stories of God. I need my faith to be filled up. I need to hear Carrie say, God did this. He healed my body to be reminded that my God is able so that when you're facing something in the next few days and it looks really bad and scary, whatever it might be, you can remember this story and you can remember this a month from now or a year from now or five years from now. You can remember this moment and remember how God did this thing in Carrie's life like a miracle and your faith can be filled up too. So that's why wow God stories are important to me. I want to proclaim the goodness of God in all the vast ways that he shows himself strong. You know what is so important for us to remember? This is so important for you to know that God does not always deliver that way. And so I always am nervous to share this story because some somebody, maybe you, are going, well, that's not how it worked out for me. I'm so glad that God healed you, but he didn't heal my mom and he didn't heal my husband and he didn't heal my child. 
So I want to be sensitive to you. Yeah. I do. I want to be sensitive to you because I know you've tried, you've cried, you've prayed, you've done everything you can, and it didn't turn out the way you wanted it to. Wanted it to. But here is the truth. Sometimes God delivers us from it, and some God, sometimes God delivers us through it. Right. And sometimes God delivers us by it. So sometimes the deliverance is that you get to you get to be with Jesus. Sometimes that is the plan. Sometimes he delivers you and you you walk away from it and you go, what the heck was that? And that's me. I don't know how this really fits into my story. I mean, I don't even know what to do with this, God. That was six years ago. I still don't know what, what it was for. I don't, And I may never know the side of heaven. Maybe it's, maybe it's an encouragement to you today. Maybe that's why it happened. It's so good that this is coming up because I have to tell you, sometimes I do feel like I always need to make excuses for God's power and miraculous work. Like, well, God did this, but I know he doesn't always do it. And he may have not have done it for you. And we don't always understand God. But sometimes I just want to stand and go, God did this. Amen. God did this. God did this. He did it. And not try to water it down and titrate it out like, I can't explain God and I don't know why he doesn't always do it, you know? Um, And so it feels really good. Like this is a wild God story. He did that. I believe, and somebody theologically may not agree with me. If so, send me scriptures, please. But here's what I believe. The day you were born is ordained and the day that you die is ordained. There is a plan for your life. Yes. And the plan of God will be fulfilled. Open your heart to God. Embrace him and his plans. Tell him, I don't understand you but I trust you. It takes a while to get to that spot sometimes, but in that spot and beyond, you can wait on the Lord and he'll give you peace and understanding that you need. I love that you just said that. It's, you can either accept the assignment or you cannot. You know, when this stuff happens, you can either decide, I'm going to trust God through this. I mean, it talks about it in James 1. Consider it pure joy when, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds. I remember standing in my kitchen. This is going to sound weird. Standing in my kitchen. Nobody was home, laying my hands on my abdomen where my ovaries were, because we're dealing with ovarian cancer, and praying, I don't want this. I don't want this, Lord. I want you to heal me. I want to raise my children. I want to be with my husband. I don't want this. But if you, if this is your plan for my life, for whatever reason it is that I cannot grasp at this moment, if this is your plan for me, I will take it. And something in my spirit shifted then. And I am not super holy. I am not saying that I always am, you know, look on the bright side and I always just err on the side of faith. Can I tell you, I threw temper tantrums. I was scared. I cried. I cussed. I was angry. I was, you know, overwhelmed. I was every emotion you could have been feeling. You've probably experienced that and something that's so big, you run at the gamut on emotions and you go, you know, from the far left to the far right and, and everything in between. But I got to the place when I looked at the Lord and his track record in my life and I remembered how faithful he's been, how he has brought me through situations that oh my gosh, I shouldn't even be standing from when he saved me from the abuse that I had and restored my sense of value most of the time. And when he did all these amazing things in my life, I had to choose right in that moment. Am I going to trust him in this? 
Or am I going to walk away from him and be mad because he did something I did not approve of? And so I, there I was in my kitchen praying. I don't want it. But if this is what I need, if this is what you're giving me for whatever reason I don't understand, Father God, I accept it and something shifted in me. So we have no idea who's listening right now. We don't know where you are. God does, though. Um, someone's listening and you're bitter. Your heart's hard. You're like, well, he hasn't done that for me. Someone's listening and you're weeping. Someone's listening and they're like, oh my word, this is like a supernatural thing that was just for me. Someone else is listening and they're not, you know, you're not a Christian. And this is like, you're, you're wondering. You're, you know, there's, there's this thing about broadcasting that's very supernatural to me in its dynamic nature. We, well, I don't know where this podcast is going to land. Um, but that being said, I, I know some things. Here's what I do know. I know that Carrie and I do not have all the answers, but we know the one who does. We know that if you turn to God, that if you seek him, you will find him if you search for him with all of your heart. We also know for sure that his shoulders are big enough to hear you out. Whatever you're feeling and whatever you're afraid of, the bitterness that you carry, the unbelief, uh, everything, he knows exactly how you feel. Let it out. Talk to him today. Get alone and talk to him. And if by chance you have never had a Bible or you haven't opened it in a very long time, turn to God's word, pray before you start and say, show me yourself in the word and let him. So we don't have all the answers. And, and we probably theologically are off in a few places. You know, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just a girl from Benton, Louisiana. <laughs> but I know the one who created everything. And he has all the answers. And if you turn to him, he will help you. And that's what I know. So, hashtag thanks for listening. <laughs>